0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Cass, and you're listening here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network, and the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Welcome into the show, everybody. Jesse Cass here with you once again on a brand new episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Very happy to be back with you here after a, a couple of weeks away. We had Griffin Riley on our last episode. If you haven't heard that one, go ahead and check that out after this episode. But still plugging along here in the offseason for LMU Basketball as we continue to learn more about what the upcoming season will look like for the Lions. We're going to go... On a bit of a deep dive into that in this week's episode, look into the games that have been announced so far. The The non-conference schedule has not been announced yet, but we do know the conference dates uh, and schedule for the Lions. We're going to get into that uh, and what that means for the Lions going ahead. We also have the official roster out for the Lions. We kind of broke that down a few weeks ago or a month or so ago. We're going over some of the recruiting class for the Lions. All of those recruits that we talked about on this, this episode are on the roster along with a few walk-ons as well so the roster is set for the lions we'll break that down a little bit for you as well and take a look at the schedule you know looking at what last year's standings are what the expectations are for the lions a lot of new pieces for lmu but also a lot of new pieces for many of the other teams in the conference as well so a lot to get to on this week's episode very happy that you're here with us once again know that if you do enjoy the lmu basketball podcast here on the Bleed podcast network it would really help us out if you subscribe to the show, rate, and review. Uh, we're available on any of, any of your favorite directories, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also follow along at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcasts on any and every social media that you can think of. Uh, and you can also follow along with me, my Twitter account, at Jesse underscore Cass. Uh, Right now, though, we're going to get you into some of the breakdown of the things we're talking about, the new LMU roster, the conference schedule, and what to expect this season. So here it comes on the LMU Basketball Podcast. And as we look forward to the upcoming season for the LMU Lions, a quick refresher on what happened last year for LMU. It was one of the better seasons in team history, 22-12, one of the best win totals of all time in LMU Basketball, third best. Uh, are tied for that mark 8 and 8 in the West Coast Conference after a, a late surge in the WCC allowed LMU to finish fifth in the conference. And they went on to play in the CBI postseason tournament, uh, racking up two postseason wins against Cal Baptist and Brown before ultimately falling in the semifinals uh, in a matchup at South Florida. So it was a really successful season for the Lions. Uh, they were, you know, a, a good mix of veteran players and young players. And it'll be a similar look for this year's edition of the ball club as six players departing from last year's club. Um, You know, the the returning players will have to pick up that load. And then, of course, the newcomers that we highlighted, uh, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago will come in and and fill the younger player role. So uh, quickly touching on some of those players that have departed for the Lions. You know, we've mentioned it before, but six that have left Cam Allen, of course, transferred midseason for the Lions we mentioned, uh, you know, during the offseason, Zafir Williams and Donald Gibson deciding the transfer as well. And then, of course, the three seniors for the Lions who were so key and vital to the ball club, Jeffrey McClendon and his defense, Peter Herman and his leadership and presence inside. And then, of course, James Bateman, the team leader in, in scoring and assists and up there in rebounds as well. Just uh, a really incredible point guard for the Lions. His production, of course, will be dearly missed, but... The Lions are uh, bringing in a lot of talent to try to make up for it and obviously play with a great system and style with head coach Mike Dunlap. So should be another exciting season upcoming for the Lions. And some exciting news for both uh, James Bateman and Peter Herman, two of those departing players. The two seniors signing on to continue playing basketball professionally now after graduating. James Bateman will be taking his talents to Latvia to play in the Latvian Basketball League. And Peter Herman will return home and play in the Czech Republic's National Basketball League. So a huge congratulations to both James and Peter uh, for fulfilling that dream and becoming professional basketball players. No doubt they'll have great success overseas and we will definitely follow along closely with both of those players, and they join a long list of Lions who are continuing their careers overseas. We've talked to a few of them here on the show. Of course, Stephen Haney, we talked about playing in Kosovo. Anthony Ireland uh, over in Russia right now. Um, Also some former Lions that are playing, continuing their careers. There's a a handful of them. Uh, Brandon Brown right now playing in Bulgaria. Ashley Hamilton still playing in his hometown in London. Uh, Boy Toch in the G League for the Westchester Knicks. Uh, Sherman Gay playing in Germany, Maren Marnar uh, playing in Macedonia, Dave Humphreys, uh, he's playing in Australia, Vernon Teal has been all over the place, he's in Cyprus right now, you also have Marco Derek, Kelvin Amayo, and Damian Martin all continuing professional careers as well, so the Lions well represented across the world and James and Peter adding to that, so as we said, a big congratulations to them as we wish them some great success on their professional careers as they move forward and and as the lions program moves forward we mentioned it'll be a new look for the Lions team of course without bateman and herman and the other four departing players we mentioned uh, and bringing in a lot of new young talent so looking at the roster first for the lions just breaking it down by you know who's on it uh the returning players first you have eli scott Uh, he'll have a huge role for the lions he of course had a bit of a setback early last year dealing with mono really had to work himself back and you know he kind of resembled what we saw freshman year near the end of the year when he got his strength up. He's a, a really talented player and should be a, a key cog at the, you know, at the four spot for the Lions. Uh, he can really rebound the ball well. He's an excellent passer from the high post, so Lions can work a lot of stuff through him. Whether or not they have a point guard on the floor, he can be a great facilitator for the Lions, and he should play a big part of what they want to do this upcoming season. Also returning for the Lions, the dynamic. Freshman from last year, he'll be a sophomore this year, of course. Damian Douglas, uh, super athletic, very confident player, great rebounder as well, big-time finisher inside, and he only projects to really improve for the Lions and should also be a big part of the ball club. Then you have Joe Quintana, who, you know, big-time shooter for the Lions. He'll be tasked with a little more ball handling responsibility with the departure of Bateman and McClendon, uh, but he'll look to, to pick up that load for the Lions and, of course, you have the big man inside, Matthias Markeson. He's just steadily improved each and every season for the Lions. And in his senior campaign, he should be a go-to guy down low for the Lions. They really looked to feed him a lot last season, and that will continue coming forward this year. Uh, and then you also have Eric Johansson, sharpshooter, who showed some signs and, and really contributed in some big ball games late in the year, including the final game of the year in that uh, CBI postseason game against South Florida. He had... Three big three-pointers if he can stretch the floor and be a consistent threat from the outside. That'll really help out the Lions as well. And then the two other returning players for the Lions, Jordan Bell, will be in a sophomore campaign. Uh, He showed some great flashes in his freshman year. Should get some more opportunity this season uh, with Peter Herman gone, and uh, he projects to be... Another important player for the Lions going forward this season. And then Ivan Alipiev, the 6'8 forward, but really plays as a guard, great ball handler, has a nice shooting touch, didn't have a lot of opportunity last season with you know the crowded backcourt that the Lions had. But you know, if he's able to show that he can improve, he can be a factor for this Lions team as well. He's an extremely talented player. Uh, and if he can, you know, grasp the, the system and get ready for all the things this year he could be a big time player for the lions as well so those are all the returning players for the lions uh, and they're bringing in a slew of newcomers as well and as mentioned at the start of the podcast we've kind of broken down some of these new coming players in, in previous episodes where kind of walk through some of the recruiting class we mentioned six players those six are all signed and on the rosters there's also a couple of other additions to the team as well uh, so we'll break those down for you really quickly uh, joining the team for the Lions, seven-foot freshman from Serbia. who's will sporting number three, Lazar Nekic. Uh, we talked about him and his size. Um, you know, skinny player, 232 at seven feet, but very talented and skilled and could be someone to help out the Lions with his length and size inside. Uh, also joining the team, hyper-athletic freshman forward, 6'7", Jonathan Dos Anjos, originally from Brazil out of Victory Rock Prep High School in Florida. Projects to be another... Damian Douglas type player who can really affect the game with his athleticism and skill level. Thrown Parker Dortch, the junior transfer 6'7 sharp shooter, something that you can never have enough of. Great shooter, also rebounds well. He should be a key factor for the Lions this season. Uh, then he threw in another shooter, 6'1 freshman from Dallas, Riley Seabold, who's the three-point record holder and scoring title holder out of Highland Park High School in Dallas. So Uh, You know, if he gets the opportunity, he's someone who could potentially stretch the floor for the Lions as well. Um, Lazar Zivanovic, 6'7", freshman, uh, but that size should bode well for him. He's expected to play a lot of point guard for the Lions or at least do a lot of ball handling duty. So that 6'7", frame will help him see the floor even better as he works in a ball handling capacity for the Lions. And Kelly Laupepe, 6'6", freshman from Australia, really rugged player, good rebounder, tough uh, should fit in very well with the Lions as well. And then two other players that we hadn't noticed before or hadn't been alerted to before is their presence on the team, but officially on the roster now. D'Avanta Williams, 6'1", freshman from Memphis, Tennessee, out of the guard spot. And Seikhaos' Soho Chawara, 6'3", freshman, uh, originally from Barcelona. He'll join the team as well. So that's the full roster for the Lions. Obviously a little bit of a different look. We mentioned the six outgoing players, You've got all these new coming players added to the core. Uh, You know, it's tough to lose your leading scorer and assist man in James Bateman. But I do think this Lions team can pick up right where they left off last year. They have the system in place, the culture in place. And I do think enough talent on this team to once again compete in the West Coast Conference. So I don't think the Lions or anyone else around the program should be looking at it as you know a step back or rebuilding year i think they're expecting to compete uh, and win on a high level so uh, that's certainly what i would expect from this lions team once again and as we mentioned the conference schedule is out for the lions so there's some semblance of what the schedule will look like here for lmu in the upcoming year and the lions will begin their conference slate on january the 2nd of thursday against the university of san diego San Diego last year also coming off a very successful season, 21 and 15. They were 7 and 9 in the West Coast Conference, finishing seventh, but they had a good run in the tournament, uh, winning over Santa Clara and then just smashing BYU. That earned them a spot in the NIT uh, where they fell in the first round. But a great win, uh, or a great season rather, for San Diego. Uh, But they will look a lot different uh, next season as uh, losing their really their two key senior leaders. Uh, When you talk about Isaiah Wright and Isaiah Pinheiro. Pinheiro, their leading scorer and rebounder. Isaiah Wright led the team in assists. Both of those players are gone. Still some talent there with Olin Carter the third and Tyler Williams, a couple of their key players, but um, they will certainly have a lot to make up for losing, arguably, their two best players. So it'll be a different-looking San Diego team, similar as we mentioned with the Lions, with a different look. So, you know, we'll see what happens. There's obviously a lot of time between now and then, but, um, you know, at home, that's a game the Lions will certainly be very competitive in. And, and I think one thing that uh, is going to be evident for the Lions and every team in the WCC, we saw it last year, I don't think it's going to change. Every single game is going to be competitive and every single game uh, is really could really be a toss-up, you know, depending on a few exceptions. But, uh, you know, it's there, there are no easy games in the conference. And, you know, looking through the schedule, um, you could flip a coin and say, oh, that could be a win, that could be a loss. But um, for the Lions, they'll open up at home against San Diego, They'll then travel to Provo, Utah uh, for a quick turnaround at BYU on January 4th. Uh, then the following week, they'll be home against Gonzaga. So already in the first three games, you got two of the perennial powers in BYU and Gonzaga. And then the always tough road game at Firestone Fieldhouse in Malibu uh, on January 16th. Um, so the Lions do in their third game for that Gonzaga tune-up. They don't have that... Thursday matchup before, so that's their one game of the week. They'll have plenty of time to prepare for that, and then they followed up with a couple of road games. You mentioned the Pepperdine game, then at San Francisco, then they're back home for a few against Portland and St. Mary's before taking on Pacific, uh, and then they start playing some of the same teams again. They take on Santa Clara later in the conference slate, uh, and Santa Clara is the team with the new conference format that the Lions will only play one time. That'll be a road contest at Santa Clara on February 15th. Every other team in the conference, the Lions will take on twice uh, with the road matchup against Gonzaga coming in February on the 6th. And as you look at the conference schedule, uh, you know, as we said, everything is a little bit up in the air. We haven't seen any of these teams play yet. Any of the new coming players and the outgoing players, we don't know exactly what all these teams will look like. Even teams like BYU and Gonzaga, uh, you know, BYU losing some of their key players, uh, Gonzaga, of course, having you know Brandon Clark, Rihachimura, and Zach Norvell all declare and go to the NBA, and Norvell's case go to the the G League or overseas. But three of their best players, they will have Killian Tilly back, and we know they always reload. But it'll be a different look for a lot of teams in the conference. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see what exactly each team will look like going forward into the regular season and into conference play. But one thing notable looking at the conference schedule for the Lions. Uh, an opportunity to really finish strong like they did at the end of last season where the Lions surged late in the regular season they finish with a couple of favorable matchups in terms of just travel the Lions will have a road game at Portland and then they finish that final weekend at home against Pacific in San Francisco so uh, you know opposed to the past couple years where they've had to you know great and not far trips everything fairly close in the West Coast Conference but Last season, the trip up to the Bay Area to finish against San Francisco. This time they'll have both the Thursday and Saturday games at home to finish conference play uh, to get themselves settled and ready before heading to Las Vegas for the conference tournament the following week. So that should be something at least from the traveling perspective that plays in the Lions' favor as well. But it should be a really fun and exciting season for the Lions. We're certainly looking forward to it, seeing the new coming players and seeing the new look for the Lions. Not only on the team, but also literally on the court. with The new court design, which the Lions released uh, a couple of weeks ago. Some new palm trees on the court. Of course, the new color scheme. Kind of a little bit of a throwback to the the 80s, 90s look for the Lions with the, the light powder blue instead of the dark navy blue. Now mixed in with the red. Uh, we know there's been a lot of uh, thoughts on the new logo and design for the Lions. But uh, some of the new photos of the Lions in their home white jerseys. Uh, with the red and also the as I said, that baby blue piping on the shoulders really nice looking new jerseys for the lions so that should be just another added wrinkle that should get things exciting for the lions and their fans who we know that if you are a lions fan listen to this podcast you guys were so instrumental in helping out with the success of the team for the lions with really great home crowds last season Ellennie is going to need that to continue for this upcoming season as they continue to build up this program and Turned it into a a perennial winner, as I said, trying to build on that 22-win campaign. So LMU, a lot of new players, excitement around the program. We're certainly looking forward to what they have to offer this upcoming season. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the LMU Basketball Podcast. Uh, Stay tuned for us as we have upcoming episodes coming up. More great guests to come up on the show as well, as we've had so many. If you haven't heard... All of our episodes, we've talked with so many former Lion players and coaches, uh, a lot of great guests. So go take a look on our feed, as I said, anywhere you find podcasts. It's available. We've talked to some great former Lions, J.D. Dubois, Autumn Jacko, Shamar Johnson. Also recently had, mentioned Griffin Riley on the last episode, Drew Viney, John Ziri. Anthony Ireland, James and The list goes on and on and on. Uh, great episodes. So if you haven't heard those, go back and listen to those. Some great conversations with former Lions. Uh, and also, if you enjoy the show, as we said at the, the top of the show, no, you can follow along wherever you find your favorite podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on any social media handle. And also follow along with me On Twitter at Jesse underscore Cast. If you do enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And while you take a look over at Believe.com, the ever-expanding Believe Podcast Network, so many shows upcoming. Uh, You know, there's a new L.A. Sparks show, of course, with football in full swing. Chargers and Rams shows as well. NBA coming up, there'll be new uh lakers and clippers shows to debut on the podcast network as well so so much upcoming on the believe podcast network go ahead and take a look and listen to some other great podcasts on the network a lot of really fun stuff out there so once again we're excited for the new upcoming season of lmu lions basketball we're excited to have you along for the ride uh you'll be able to follow along with me for those broadcasts as we get ready for the upcoming season coming up in november but until then Hope you've enjoyed this episode. This is the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network, and the only place with the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Lions.